0: Learn the best spell of all! What's that?
1: Sleep! Greetings, listeners. Welcome to My Alchemical Bromance. This episode is almost entirely about beer. Like, we do not talk about the occult very much at all. Um, but it's fun, because interviewing brewers is fun. So, I would really like to hear some listener feedback. Uh, listen to the episode and if you can't make it all the way through because there's no occult stuff and you're like, I don't give a shit about beer, then please send me feedback. You can do this with the comments page on uh, our website, myalchemicalbromance.com, or you can leave a comment on the episode itself, or you can tweet at me or whatever.
0: Better yet, write it on the back of a $20 bill
1: and mail it to my house. Not his house, though. My house. (laughs) (laughs) Shipping address will be in the show notes. (laughs) Okay, welcome back to My Alchemical Bromance. Uh, This is Eric Arneson, and I'm here with uh, co-host Nathan Neff, and we are at Silver Falls Brewing in Silverton, Oregon, and we're joined by Eric. I forgot your last name already. Drew Liner. Drew Liner. Eric Drew Liner, who's a one of the owners and brewers here, and uh, Jose Ramirez, who is an assistant manager and assistant brewer, um, and also our uh, chauffeur Austin.
0: Driver.
1: Driver. 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 <laughs> I had to bribe him to get us out all the way out here. All
0: the beer I could drink. Yeah. It's gonna really pay off. <laughs>
1: So, um, so Eric, uh, tell us like how, how how old is this place? You were established in twenty fifteen.
2: So yeah, so technically we're, we we uh, got our TTB license uh, December 29th of two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. So we started actually brewing uh, actually commercially you know four days later. Um, so yeah, we've been in production for just over two years now, and uh, the ale house, which we finally have a location open since last May, so we're coming up pretty, pretty close on our one-year anniversary of our Ale House.
1: Cool, so this place that we're in here is the Ale House, not the brewery. Yeah, so this okay. is this
2: is Silver Falls Brewery Ale House, um, and we, we have already started the process of expanding and actually putting in a production system here on-site. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, the brewing facility is on an off-site location, uh, also known as my house, <laughs> uh, which is In a big shop that we converted in partially into the brewery, and so it's we we call it a private production facility. How many barrels? Um, We're on a we built a small pilot system, so it's a one barrel kettles and a two barrel um, fermenter. So a typical brew day is a double batch for us.
1: Uh huh. Wait, so hold on, you said one barrel? Yeah. Wow, so you're really
2: you're like a nano brewery. It's so pretty much a, a nano brewery, yes.
1: And then are you gonna are you gonna expand into like when you do the one here? Is it gonna be?
2: So the one that we're gonna put here is gonna be kind of like the show brewery. So it's gonna be a ten barrel system. And, uh,
1: oh, and then you're beer. okay. Yeah. Then then when you do that, then we'll probably start seeing your beer in other places. Yes.
2: It's perfect timing. Perfect timing. Just describe what we're here. <laughs> this is the noon bell in downtown Silverton. Okay. <laughs> it's not an air raid. It's. Uh, just the
1: I mean, what are the, what are the planes then? What are the... <laughs>
2: yeah. Welcome to Silver tenant freaks everybody out that's not from here. So.
1: Okay, so uh, so you're saying that the the brewery that's coming going in here is 10 barrel, and then once that happens, then we're going to start seeing your beer in other places. So then
2: uh, our, yeah, we anticipate that we're going to probably have a whole fleet of uh, somebody distributing and doing sales and stuff and getting out back, pretty much back out into... Um, uh, the rest of the state you know we we were in production uh, for two years but you know the first year and a half we were all self-distributed mm-hmm. making small cakes here and there you know Wilsonville Canby, Oregon City um, so it was real hit and miss to find our beer um, but since we opened up the alehouse uh, everything that we produce is going straight through here um, and so we're we're excited to be able to expand and be able to get back out into the other establishments around the state
1: I'm looking at like the number of beers you have up there. You've got what, like, 12 of your own beers on tap, yeah. and it's a one-barrel system, and you are doing some distributing. Are there any hours of the day when you're not brewing? Is this the only time that you've ever not brewed <laughs> since 2015? <2015.
2: laughs> so. um, basically, yeah. There's there's always something going on every day, uh-huh. um, especially once we open up the ale house. It's, there's a lot of time that we put in here, mm-hmm. um, but. Andrew, uh, Andrew Fox, who's my business partner, and the other head brewer, uh, we kind of just keep him in the brewery and working every day, uh-huh. yeah. so, uh, yeah, he come, we let him out every once in a while. <laughs> and then, you know, Jose, we kind of you know make Jose go in and help him when he can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and we kind of, between the three of our heads, we've been able to really come up with pretty efficient and be able to come up with some, actually some really great beers.
1: Yeah, well, let's. I think we should uh, talk about the beer part of it then because um, this thing that I'm drinking is really good. <laughs> what am I drinking? I'm drinking the Cozy Cabin. Cozy cabin and it's a uh, winter warmer with, like, some cinnamon and stuff in it. But it, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of um, Anchor Christmas beer, only it's way smoother. And it's delicious. And I'm kind of wondering, like, Actually, Nate was asking on the way here, do you guys take water right out of Silver, Silver Falls and bad? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the secret? Is that yeah. the secret? Is it illegal water? <laughs> you, you go off the record if you want to say yes.
2: Yeah, no, we're, we're pretty fortunate here in Silverton to actually have pretty pretty good brewing water. We don't mm-hmm. have to treat it as much as like, you know, Portland does. Right. So, yeah, we've got kind of pretty much a blank slate to start out with for our water profile. Well,
1: it's nice. You know, I mean, I feel like, in a sense most of the beer I drink is brewed in a city I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about the effect the water has but, but it totally makes beer have kind of a roundness and a smoothness to it that, I, that you don't get in a lot of, in a lot of city beers so yeah. that, that you guys so are lucky you
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't have to put too much effort into filtering and adding stuff to it so.
1: I'm kind of looking forward to trying the IPA and seeing how that plus
0: the ample parking I say in a small town the ample yeah. parking out front.
1: Is, is it always yeah. like that, or do you guys <laughs> uh, <laughs> run out of know, parking sometimes? Usually, you can
2: you can always find a spot. Yeah, so, yeah. you don't have to walk four blocks. so... Hmm. You're I'm really sold. bringing a lot to this conversation. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. Well, I don't know. After this
1: podcast, it might be a little bit difficult to find parking. Yeah.
0: Well, he's a driver. That's what's important to him. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. That's, that's right. true. Make so cool. yeah. The aspect of beer drinking I'm most concerned about. I feel yeah. like you're,
1: you're staying in character. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, where's your closest uh, brewery competition? Like, who, who would be the, the next closest brewery? Like, if we were going to walk outside...
2: Who's your Shelbyville? Yeah, who's your Shelbyville? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know we're in Silverton, so so is Seven Brides Brewing, and mm-hmm. they're um, they're probably I don't know half a mile away. Yeah, I've heard of them down the main yeah, drag. Um, and then you know it's like they're not. I wouldn't say they're you know like a competition with us. It's we work together. We mm-hmm. uh, you know, run ideas past each other. Or they help us out. We'll help them out. Um, and we're I mean, I look at it as you know, we're, we're making the pie bigger, uh, not the slices uh, mm-hmm. smaller. Um, yeah, especially we're kind of helping Silverton, you know, become um. that type of a beer destination as well, um, just like what kind of Salem's mm-hmm. into it for a few years now with all a lot of breweries popping up and that becoming an actual real good craft beer scene. Uh huh. Um, so it's yeah, we're it's we got two breweries in town and and uh, it's. We just kind of help each other out, and it just brings more people nice uh, to Silverton. So,
1: where did you uh, where did you get started with brewing? I mean, did you start at another brewery, or were you just a home brewer who was like, my system's gotten too big; I'm probably breaking the law, I should get a license. <laughs> yeah, it was
2: with the hundred gallon community yeah, a year, yeah, right yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> might have been pushing that. Uh, yeah, so you know, I started out uh, just small home brew all grain system. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple buddies from work kind of got me into it. And so then just uh, just really dove into researching a lot, uh, reading a lot, um, visiting other breweries, and then you know finally getting my own little system set up. And uh, a couple friends, um, we kind of came up with this uh, idea to start a brewery, and so we started uh, what they call Belgian Underground Beers, Mm -hmm. um, which turns into a beer brand now. So they have someone else uh, brew the beer which is Seven Brides. Uh Uh-huh. And so I branched out because I still wanted to build something with my hands and uh, get some science background and, you know, mechanics background. So it's like I I wanted to actually build something. And so um, I left that company and then started Silver Falls Brewery and just uh, pretty much... One day, just decided to, that I needed to quit my career and, and go full-time brewing. So. And
1: how much of your system did you build? Did you like do your own
2: fabrication
1: for the metal parts? Like, do you have like um, a big?
2: Well, we got licensed on like your kind of a, you know, your upscale homebrew setup, of using uh, you know fifteen-gallon mm-hmm. as your kettles, and, and that's what we got licensed on is doing ten gallons at a time. Oh, so that system, yeah, was pretty much handmade. Yeah, um, even to. Like the glycol chillers, is uh-huh. we kind of just pieced together and built ourselves. So that ingenuity, that kind of being crafty and to build it, is it goes a long way. And I mean, you'll see. I talk to other brewers and just how when they started out, it's like yeah, you had to get creative just to get by. Oh yeah. Before you could start getting you know the, the mainstream equipment and.
1: It's funny, um, you know. I mean, I've been around breweries for a long time, and if you stop paying attention. Like, I, you know, I stopped paying attention for a little while, and then you come back, and then all of a sudden there's all these, like, people building stuff for breweries commercially, and you're kind of like, oh, people, you don't have to do everything yourself now. But yeah, that's that's kind of cool. So you started off, when you got licensed, you just had, like, a 10, 10 gallon system. So it was basically a homebrew cell. Jeez. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of brewing.
2: Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of brewing, you know. It was, we started out using, you know, Carboys and, and yeah. just five gallons you know two kegs at a time and mm-hmm. so it's like you know we go deliver it to you know a tap room or something and it's like that five gallons was gold to us because it's like man that just took a lot of
0: time just to make <laughs> ten gallons um, yeah so, so you I'll just had like cornies. <laughs> that's great <laughs> so life, life work goes into this batch you gotta deliver <laughs> yeah but then like you know
2: they call back a week later it's like hey we're out it's like oh, oh.
1: <laughs> you can't even do a full keg with one one brew that's <laughs> So one barrel must feel huge now. You're kind of like,
2: wow, this is like two kegs.
1: Yeah. Wow, <laughs>
2: yeah, this is great. And then it's like, yeah, this, this isn't working anymore. It's, uh, we're going through too much beer. But I guess So yeah. right before we got licensed, you know, it's like learning and diving into everything and just realizing, it's like, you know, I, I can't do this by myself. And, mm-hmm. and I started kind of looking around the other breweries. And it's like most of them, how they got started, it wasn't the single person that was doing it solo. So it always had like some kind of help, and so that's oh, where yeah. Andrew and I had been kind of talking, and I was like, ah, I just I just want to get the paperwork done, and just get licensed, and but so he he joined the company, and and he was a huge uh, part of the company to, to grow, uh-huh. um, So he uh, brought a lot. Cool. Um,
1: <clears throat> what do you think is uh, the best beer that you make? Like, which one? Which one do you feel every time it comes off, you're sort of like this is a work of art this beer this is not business this
2: is this is wizardry <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it's most of our beers you know we're always trying to make it better and better and better mm-hmm. um, I think the one beer that that really we kind of put together you know brewing at 10 gallons and then we, you know kind of had to scale the recipe up and you know, brewed it in, in a two barrel batch mm-hmm. is our winter fall stout we're we, I don't think we've really changed much in that recipe. and Every time it comes out, it's just like, this is uh, this is perfect. Yeah? Uh, it's one of those beers that you brew once, and, and you don't have to tweak it much. And so that one there is one of my favorites to brew, and uh-huh. it's one of my favorites to drink.
1: I'm going to do that one next. <laughs> I
0: highly recommend I'm it. I'm sold.
2: I'm sold at that
1: one. <laughs> um, right, and let me ask you about, so you've only got one lager up there, right? And that's the... 1933? 1933. 1933 pills yeah, yeah. And um, so, it's
0: I mean, with a delicious, delicious, by the way, is it? Yeah, I believe it. I'm assuming the 1933 comes from something around the lifting of the prohibition repeal. Well, <laughs> totally unrelated. Totally unrelated. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's that's why. The house address is actually 1933. <laughs> uh, yeah. so
2: actually, like 1933 was, uh, you know, our name. Silver Falls Brewery is came kind of like from Silver Falls State Park, which has the big waterfalls and, you know, it's one of the biggest uh, state parks, what well, is the biggest state park in the state, and it's just, it's, it's so unique. Um, and so we tried to capture some of the elements of that park and incorporate into the brewery, you know, our image to naming our beers. And so 1933 was the actual year that the state bought uh, the 100 acres around South Falls, which is the popular one that everybody goes and sees. And that just kinda of started it and then nineteen thirty five is when it became dedicated as a recreational area and then just continued to grow and more property was purchased after that. So yes, it it was the you know the end of Prohibition year as well, but it's it was also the year that the, the state bought the land where sewer falls started. Probably yeah, it. wasn't a coincidence. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta have a nice park to drink your beer at. Right? <laughs> 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 yes,
1: yeah. Um and when you do the lagering, uh, I mean, with a one-barrel system, lagering can tie up part of your system for a really long time, right? Like, yeah. how how long do you lager your Pilsner before you release um,
2: it? So we lager it for about four weeks, and that's usually in a in a bright tank that's just tucked away in the cooler. huh. Um, so it you know, it takes about two weeks to ferment out, uh, and then we transfer it um, yeah. after a cold crash, and then we just mm-hmm. keep it into a bright tank and lager it for. You know, we, try to do as long as we can because it sometimes runs out here and it's like, oh, we might push it and pull a sample and be like, okay, yeah, it's yeah, a pull. But yeah, <laughs> usually about, about four weeks as we longer that. And is it a pretty classic pilsner? What, what kind of hops do you use? So, yeah, we use the uh, German variety of Saaz. Cool. Um, I like that stuff. And then stuff. we use uh, the German malt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pilsner malt. Nice. So, very traditional Um it's kind of like you know. Our, we wanted a, every beer that we wanted to brew was we wanted it more kind of like a traditional style instead mm-hmm. of instead of throwing like a northwest spin on it and right. overhopping it or anything like that. It's just we just wanted to make quality, clean beer that's uh, that fits the profile of what each style is.
1: It's very pretty. I mean, I'm looking all the way across the table at it, but from here, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. And It, <laughs> it
0: is exactly what it said. It's delicious. It's mm-hmm. not like traditional Oregon nasty hopped. <laughs> Crap. It's, and it's very crisp. Crumble black blackberries in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw some
2: random specialty malts or something. Yeah, Good. it's what I would expect
0: to order all over Europe as a pilsner. Yeah, yeah. have that craft brewing taste to it. Great,
2: man.
1: So when are you guys going to start doing Taster Trays?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, so Andrew and I, we we don't come... Our background's not into, like, the service industry or restaurant or anything. And so my idea going into it opening up is like try to keep it simple. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Taster Trays, you know, I just know it just takes time to pour every little one. And then you're trying to balance four or five little glasses on a piece of wood... And so for me again, I was like, no, nah, we're not doing taster trays, you know? Yeah. We give out little samples so you can sample everything you want. And then well, it's like a
0: taster Trade, but for free. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, I have, I have yeah. no idea. I'd like I, to like, my order. <laughs> yeah. so, I but, like to not you know, order anything <laughs> <for real. laughs> I will try three through 15. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: But yeah, so It's, it's a bad I've business model. By the way, maybe reconsider. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've been convinced that uh, we're gonna we're gonna introduce taster trays because it's just becoming so common at pretty much every location. So yeah, people keep demanding it almost so.
1: Well, plus, I mean, since you're you're, you know, if you want to attract like people like out of town guests, yeah. they're gonna want to come in and taste everything. Yeah. At some point, I mean, I want to. I yeah, want to taste we've, everything, we've but done I'm not. We've some.
2: Uh, <laughs> there was like a, you know, beer tourist bus that would come around and they'd let us know. It's like, hey, we got 15 people coming in and, and at that point, at that point, like, we'd just, we'd fill full tasters, mm-hmm. you know, the five ounces and just, you know, give them rounds, you know, they all taste, you know, six or seven different beers. Um, but when we get, you know, super busy and somebody's, you know, we got 15 people deep in a wine, and somebody wants a taste or trade. It's like, <laughs> that's why yeah. you charge my money for them. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Right They're
1: $15.
2: But yeah, we're going to be introducing those pretty soon.
1: Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll have to bribe Austin again to get him bring me out here. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we'll see if you can afford it after today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you guys scale up, are you looking to doing any kind of bottle finish stuff? Um, any kind of what? Bottle finish. No. Oh.
2: Uh, we want to do like you know, like a can line, but you know, we'll just contract that out and have you know, mobile canner come in. That's kind of the stepping stone. But um, we want to kind of play around with some, you know, throwing some like the Winterfall Stout into like a, some barrels or something like that, and just you know, and, and go that route. But yeah, it's it's right now is how much space do we have? <laughs> but uh, yeah definitely in
0: the future I'm looking forward to buying it at stores in Florida <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's looking forward to selling it to you It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a good relationship <laughs> we're almost there <laughs> we're getting there
1: so I don't know how much uh, Jose told you about our podcast but it's yeah. uh, it's about yeah. beer and the occult so I, I feel like I have to ask uh, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you while you've been brewing
2: uh, Weirdest thing, yeah. I don't know if there's anything that was like weird, but more of just like mistakes. Mistakes. I don't know. You
0: never had Saint Germain show up and tell you how to brew a batch of beer or anything. Or no. Bigfoot,
1: like Bigfoot doesn't like wander by the brewery and
0: <laughs> that's this hood, right? This is where Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah uh, the that's sign right. that
2: you know this is the forest service of uh, Sasquatch. So. Yeah,
1: I feel like Bigfoot might be nearby right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, <I> <laughs> maybe. Weird by yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't think of anything that was too crazy or weird no nothing I mean it's you
1: know like brewery ghosts or <laughs>
0: no, well, you know, well sometimes we, we the CO2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: or you know we, or we have a pretty much like a homemade glycol system and you know we'd have like a, a pump that just wanted to keep tripping like a GFCI and it, it worked for days and all of a sudden it, that one pump yeah. kept tripping it and I was like we couldn't figure it out um, so we had to Playing games with us. <laughs> but, you know, either, either that or, you know, the learning that uh, when we brew, especially a bigger beer like our Winter Fall Stout, that uh, a five gallon bucket isn't going to hold everything to blow off. So then I come walking in and like, the brewery floor is covered in beer. And it's like, well, <laughs> I can invite about 10 friends over with some straws and we can start. No. <laughs> don't want to waste it. Cause, you know, it's you know,
0: it's only two barrels. Okay.
1: I don't know if anybody. Uh, who hasn't made beer understands the amount of gross crap that comes out of beer while it's fermenting. <laughs> yeah. It's all alive. It's alive. I remember the first time I went to uh, the Rogue Brewery in Newport or wherever their main brewery is. And, um, I mean, their their brewery is kind of grimy. And all of Newport is sort of grimy, right? See? What, and it was like this...
2: It's just wet. It's like, oh, yeah. It's
1: wet. Yeah, and it was like this yeah. miserable day Lossy. where the sky was just, like, pissing on us. And I walk in there and right next to one of their big... Uh, fermentation vessels was uh, their blow-off bucket and it was so gross and it was in, and it was in like it was really going it was like pfft, pfft, pfft. it was <laughs> right next to the right next to the front door i'm just like oh well still gonna drink the beer
0: <laughs> cleaning is it, cleaning worse
1: yeah i've heard um i've heard the job of a brewer uh described as you're pretty much just a person who cleans which I assume is Jose's job since so he's the assistant brewer. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Well, I do more than that. I also provide uh, ideas for brewing. But uh, cleaning, I think, in Silver Falls, brewing standards of cleaning, they're mm-hmm. up there. And yeah. we do not like having messes. So uh, it, it, we maintain pride in that as well as yeah cleaning is 90 percent of the work of the brewer for sure yeah
0: The assistant brewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Andrew's going to listen to this. <laughs> right. I
1: assume the main job of the, of the brewer is to tell the
0: assistant brewer, hey, you missed a spot. <laughs> you missed a spot. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, is it, so 90% cleaning, 5% brewing, 5% drinking the beer? That's correct.
2: <laughs> well, you know, Jose brought something to the, the table like when we started brewing this last summer together is that he, does, he doesn't drink a beer when he's brewing. What? It's only afterwards. that's my superstition doesn't that change the quality of the beer I I think we kind of rubbed off on him a little bit so I've seen him have some taste tests of beer when he was brewing so Uh, it it takes beer to make beer I yeah you have to be like oh second taste third taste it's more like that "Mm, first taste mm." Uh, mmm
0: I feel like those
1: hops really numbed my palate I better have another one
0: (laughs) I need to cleanse it with another taster
1: (laughs) I would really love to have the stout, the winter Falls stout. Yeah, I've heard, Good I've, heard, choice. I've heard stories.
0: I'll do one of those,
2: too, I'm going to do the 1933. Uh, I'll, I'll finish this one first. <laughs> yeah, I'm still nursing on right. do you What did you pick, uh, I got a Silver Eclipse IPA.
1: And is that your... Do you guys have an IPA standard that you do all the time? Or is... Because I noticed you've got two IPAs and an Imperial up there what's
2: yeah so our first IPA that we we came out with was over the edge IPA and it's definitely changed quite a bit since we first brewed it mm-hmm. uh, just because like what I said before we we're just trying to make it a little bit better every time um, and that was kind of like the main IPA that we started out with and then this last year when we had the uh, solar eclipse we mm-hmm. did a, We did a collaboration with Goshi Farms where um, we used all Centennial hops from Goshi Farms, which is about two miles from the brewery. Mm -hmm. So we did this uh, traditional style IPA uh, with their previous year's uh, harvest, and then during the eclipse they were harvesting the Centennials, so then a few days after the eclipse, since they were harvesting it, we actually went and did a fresh uh, hop. Version of it, and which was uh, came out amazing, and so we just we just continued pretty much the silver eclipse IPA uh, cool. from then on. So it's it's kind of like another IPA that's pretty much year round. You just travel the world harvesting uh, opposite eclipses. Or... Yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's,
0: laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> um, yeah. it's all right. Huh?
1: That sounds um, that sounds uh, affordable. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, they make so much money in the beer brewing business now
1: hmm Oh so yeah. This is a write-off. You gotta figure out how to just, spend all that profit. It's just lucrative, right? Yeah. right? Like you'd yeah. have to have a warehouse
2: for all of your cash. <laughs>
0: yeah, we just bury it in the backfield right now. Right. That's right. <laughs> you just use a lot of local Oregon hops.
2: Um just our scale right now is that you know we try to use as much as we can locally. Um, but we pretty much use kind of uh, either like YCA jobs which is like a co-op anyway, so we got a lot of the farmers and stuff. We get some pellets and stuff locally. Um, a lot of the farmers will send their leaf to either like Crosby and they can eat Atlanta hops as a pelletizer and then they can bring it back. And so, so, yeah, we try to use as much as we can locally. Uh, once we get to a scale where, yeah, we can buy, you know, con- we, we, if we have a contract with a hop farmer locally, you know, that's, that's where it'll be more. Um, we can advertise more of like, hey, you know, this beer is made 100% from Silverton. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm ready for this. You do. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. It is. It is well done. Wow, that's that's good. It's smooth. It's really smooth. And right, I'm gonna blame that on the water again. <laughs> I'm water, 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 <laughs> I'm yours. Are to try uh,
0: yeah. Are You doing anything with any kind of barrel aging, oak um, aging, or anything like that? Nothing Ooh, yet. No. Sure, not. We yeah. oak spirals. Bad. So <laughs> these guys know. I've been I've been playing around a lot lately with oak spirals. Okay. And <laughs> I find it's like a f- a fantastic way to do like a test batch of something that you want to oak. Okay. Um, mainly what I do is just buying random alcohols or making a cocktail and then aging it in a barrel with an oak spiral, which has a lot of surface area, and it, it's a really fast shortcut to shortcut, yeah. proving a test batch. Yeah. But and then you can scale it up to a barrel as you want to.
1: Also, didn't you say it makes, it makes bad bourbon better? Uh,
0: no, I <laughs> said it makes Old Crow, which is a good <laughs> bourbon, even better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a lot of opinions getting tossed around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, once, once we have,
2: you know, the, the space to be able to do a stack of barrels and stuff, we're, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while now that, it's, that we want to do
1: I'm, wow, this this stout is really good. It's got a very kind of like, I don't know if I want to call it chocolatey, but it's it's got like a great mouthfeel, and then, is this... Delicious, kind of coffee-ish, roasty nose to it, and I just want to chug it. I, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, <laughs> check the alcohol content. Just I already, is, I'm, it. Yeah. already we'll drinking it really it. fast.
0: I like, okay, slow out Do you guys suggest down. it's consumed through a straw then? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> intravenously is probably the best method.
0: Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe with it, maybe uh, teaspoon by teaspoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that one is.
2: So that one ranges in about, you know, 8.3, 8.5% alcohol. Uh, um, and it's, we, again, we kind of locally source. Uh, there's a local coffee sh- company called Silver Falls Coffee Company. So we actually mm-hmm. cold brew uh, a couple gallons of coffee do uh, okay. it. Oh, okay. And add that to the fermenter. And we also add um, cacao nibs. So we, that's where the kind of that the richness okay. comes from. So we use chocolate malt and I think like a roasted barley in it as well so. uh-huh. but it's really hard when you get those malts together you can get that chocolate flavor but it's hard to get that like richness from it and then what about so the adding that chocolate it, 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 it. what about the body it's got a lot of body do you how do you get that um, you that comes from just uh, the mash so just yeah. being able to mash on slightly higher temperatures cool yeah. I like this beer thank you
0: thank you. Good. <laughs> cheers well, yeah nice. cheers I <laughs> you gonna have any uh, submissions for the Festival of the Dark Arts this year? <laughs> oh, yeah, good question. No, because um, I feel like this uh, would go great. <laughs>
2: yeah, probably would. Yeah. Because uh, it's coming up, I think. Uh, yeah. February, mm-hmm. February 17th. Yeah. 17th, that'd be on me. Mm-hmm. I February. I tried to convince my wife to spent yeah. her birthday weekend up there but that was a no-go uh, movie, <laughs> you could have combined it all with valentine's day <laughs> and it's really knocked it all out yeah, yeah. That, that's her birthday it's valentine's day so oh. perfect
1: dang
0: she yeah, has way to stack it so yeah. what happens when you
1: forget her birthday uh, you
0: remember I valentine's day, day so you yeah he's yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> still, still married so it probably hasn't happened yeah <laughs> we, we don't gotta, know I yet gotta I gotta go big on, on <laughs> yeah
2: it's uh but we did, we did submit six of our beers up to the Oregon Beer Awards, so we're cool. super excited about that. And it, I mean, just at, at, at the least getting some great feedback on what we've created. hmm Have you guys won any awards yet? Uh, this is actually going to be the first competition that we've entered. Here, oh!
1: So. That's exciting.
2: Yeah. So, no, we haven't won awards yet. So, that's cool.
1: We're, we're kind of like uh, interviewing you before you uh, before you really make it big. Like, you, you know, you're still one barrel, no awards, and then like next yeah. year you're going to be like smoking cigars and go, coming to work in your Ferrari. bunch Light. of medals on the wall. bunch right? of yeah. on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're,
2: uh, we're, we're excited to you know, mm-hmm. really dive into the, the, the craft industry more than, you know, we have, and we've been just kind of... Of being, it, we've been kind of pretty quiet this last, you know, two years, just kind of getting established and getting a, the getting a name set and kind of like our mission and, and our goals. And, mm-hmm. um, and, then, and then, you know, right now we're, we're ready to, to step it up. And, uh,
1: cool. Well, from what I've tasted of your beers, I feel like you're ready also. <laughs> great.
2: Thank
0: you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, this facility is beautiful. I mean, this yeah, is really this is nicely great. well done. Wow. This
2: is a comfortable space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty casual, family friendly here. Uh, pretty clean and a lot of love went into this place. so. Yeah, it's nice looking. And it, and you have like a full food menu. I assume you just sort of. We have uh, an, an on-site uh, food cart that's, that's uh, oh. kind of like a permanent food cart. Uh, they are they act as our kitchen. So uh, they're a, Loco mono oh, you know Catering do do. and barbecues. So, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's been, it's been great having them. We're really fortunate to have them. Uh, and they make just amazing barbecue. Oh. I saw some little sandwiches or, slide by earlier. Yeah, yeah. it <laughs> pretty <laughs> tempting. Yes. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. As a man who loves little sandwiches, I can tell you. It looked good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you like the little sandwiches because they remind
0: you of wheels? I just like to feel like a giant when I consume them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another reason to get the samplers. Yeah. yeah. The small little glasses. Yeah, because yeah, they <laughs>
1: <laughs> make people feel really important. Like, I'm so much bigger than my beer and my sandwich. sandwich. <laughs>
2: <laughs> make feel better. Four beers. <laughs> <laughs> 12 ounces <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, great. well I don't know if I have any more uh, questions about your beer and brewery and stuff but
0: what are some of the things people can do in Silverton before they come visit your brewery I know there's a lot of stuff to do here in the summer.
1: is there like um, boy, yeah you just open a big plethora of answers <laughs> <laughs> we got the
0: Oregon Gardens right up the road right? Oregon Gardens uh, absolutely it's beautiful.
1: I feel a little ignorant of this part of the state. I don't think I've, I've only been to Silverton like twice before.
0: They have a lovely winter garden, too. Oh, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Oregon Gardens puts on a, an amazing brew uh, fest every roof. year. Oh, really? So, um, cool. with the time's there, you should learn more about beer. <laughs> Eric,
1: I could feel yeah. like I need to drag it down here
0: every. Every season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in
2: Oregon Gardens, they put on a really good brew fest. It's all outdoors in the forest up there. Mm-hmm. Um, they got uh, usually like 60 different breweries and a handful of ciders. Well, that sounds uh, fun. But it's one of like, I think it's one of the best festivals in the state, mm-hmm. just because it's, uh, it's not like super crowded, it's easy to get to. It's a great, you know, uh, surroundings. Um, and you have, at least on our end, it's like we have a lot of the, the brewers that actually come to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, because we can, you know, it's like we get together and we just start, you know, sharing ideas or sharing beer. You know, we just start talking. And and some other, you know, festivals and stuff, it's it's not all of the head brewers or brewers show up to. So. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's one of the ones that a lot of them come to. That
1: well, sounds pretty cool. And is it mostly... Um, is it mostly breweries from outside of Portland that go to it, or you get a lot of Portland guys there too? Uh,
2: it's just from all over the place, all over the state. Uh, oh. They come. So, I mean, a lot of the Portland brewers are down, but, you know, we get some from Bend, and we get some from down south, and mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's a lot of breweries that, it's a good, it's a good, you know, variety of, of different breweries across the state. Cool. Yeah. Uh, whether, I mean, if you like you know, Silverton's known for all their murals, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so there's just, I don't know how many we're up to now, but just a lot of different murals, a lot of different history in this town uh, that's portrayed through the murals. Mm-hmm. Uh, First
0: inter- transsexual mayor in the United States, too. Yep. Um, First, really? A lot of history, a lot of history here. Yeah. I
2: yeah. know yeah. Um, Stu, Stu's, he's a good guy. Local yeah. celebrity, right? Yeah. And then of course we got Silver Falls State Park, which is, you know, amazing to uh, stop, have a beer. Mountain uh, bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a I've... growler, head up to the mountain, <laughs> or head up to the park and do some hiking, and then of course you get hungry, you come back down and have some more beer and food. And, uh, <laughs> liquid bread. <laughs> liquid bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have a, a pale ale, like a session. Pale ale that's called Catamount ale. Catamount Trail is a big mountain biking trail that's been put in the last couple of years, and they just doubled the size of it. And so, for, you know, if you've got a mountain bike and you want to do some downhill riding, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the best trails around. Well, in in
0: uh, Almsville, which isn't very far from here, is one of the top world's skate parks. Oh, wow. Really? Nobody knows about. Yeah. It's, huh. it's just It's yeah. literally one of the Dallas best South. skate parks in the world. It's you know, <laughs> a very, very short distance from here. And you can totally drive here without going through Salem if you're worried about crime. <laughs> <laughs> or corrupt politicians. Or corrupt politicians, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I
2: get a lot of friends that live up in Portland. It's, a, it's an easy, it's a
0: nice little drive down here, you know, 45 minutes or so, mm-hmm. or what, 53 minutes? 59 minutes. minutes, 50 from minutes yeah. <laughs> 39th and Division, if you're eating breakfast at Tom's on Sunday <laughs> at in the morning. <laughs> if that happens to be... That case, sometimes I've heard well, that know, that happens. <laughs> Highway 213 is such a scenic route because you <laughs> go through farmland, you go through uh, forested areas. You, and you go through hot fields. You go through mm-hmm. hot fields. I
1: hope that you guys don't like it too... You, you're just going to cause like a huge population boom in Silverton if you keep talking it up like this. So just yeah, be careful. Okay. Well, property property prices are going to go up. All the <laughs> <laughs> Right now, so good luck on finding Good a house. luck on finding a yeah. house. Yeah. So... <laughs> 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 Yeah,
2: it's, it's, a, it's a very cool, very supportive community. Mm-hmm. Um, what we created here was, especially with our outdoor area, our mm-hmm. house, we have people come and it's like, oh, we're just going to come in for a drink and a beer, and it's like four hours later, they're just hanging out. It's like, yeah, it's so nice here. We decided just to chill. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm glad that it's such delightful weather today. That means after we're done recording, we can sit outside.
0: Yeah. That's right. The yeah. sun's actually kind of coming out. Yeah. we got the garage door open, so it's... It's, it's warming yeah, up. Very it's beautiful. <laughs> If you get chilly, you got some swag you can buy here. You got some sweatshirts. That's right. Are you guys you, have like, hats. Yeah, those are good hats. hats, by the way. You guys way, have hoodies. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we
1: do. You hoodies? Yeah, I have to get something. Here. Growlers. Uh, mm. <laughs>
0: beer. Yeah. Here, <Yeah>. <laughs> here to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you very much. This is a this is an awesome opportunity. You're the first brewer. Who actually has a brewery that we've
0: <laughs>
2: that we've interviewed. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm honored. You know, I'm, I'm really honored that you guys you know wanted to come down and, and you know share you know our experience. Yeah. yeah. That's it's great. You guys you guys do a good
1: job with the beer and Silverton is delightful and this is a neat spot. I hope that I hope that weird people all over the place listen to this and well, decide to come and drink here. Just one of those people yeah I guess come and visit us we're here <laughs> we're, we're a little
2: worried about the summer if, if what we can keep up so I mean, yeah uh, we're getting shh, shh don't show nervousness we're getting out now, so it's like, all right well game on here we you gotta, go you gotta, gotta roll take, out that 10 barrel
1: yeah <laughs> yes we do <laughs> oh and then you gotta scale all your recipes up and that's
2: gonna be exciting It's gonna be fun it'll be you know it's it's all about trial and error and keep moving forward
1: I mean, Jose, you realize that a 10-barrel system means you're going to be cleaning 10 times more stuff. I've done it. Don't <laughs> worry. It's actually, it's actually easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, Yeah. it's <laughs> easier. You know, Jose's
2: got the actual commercial experience working in a, in a commercial brewery. So.
1: Oh, really? I, I guess I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, which, I which brewed one? in Canada for, in a 10-barrel system for a while. That so. doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah, <about life. laughs> sorry, eh? Everybody knows that Canadian
1: barrels are smaller. Uh, sorry. We, we actually work on imperial <laughs> me- measurements, <and laughs> metric measurements, imperial as well. barrels.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but, yeah, we're looking forward to this next year. We got some great, uh, some big announcements coming up later on.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. you got a preview?
1: Yeah, yeah. Any anything preview for
0: the podcast?
1: Yeah, well, this, will, this podcast will probably come out on yes. Wednesday, or maybe next Wednesday. So, well, so don't let out any secrets. Yeah, that you don't man, want to no be revealed secrets
2: yet. Okay, uh, no, but you know, just. Just uh, if you're listening, you know, hey, follow us on Facebook. That's our main thing. We're,
0: I'm, we're not too... We're working on some projects as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have some big projects coming up, so... If you come in and mention the podcast, you get the first five beers free, right? That's still the (laughs) deal. Yeah, the the one ounce, uh, the the big, the the beers that make you feel giant. giant (laughs) I'm just trying
2: to push. Maybe maybe the big
1: announcement is that they're going to be rolling out taster trays. Uh, That's that's very exciting. (laughs) It's it's exciting for us. Yeah, taster trays. (laughs) Well, cool. All right, and. so you're on Facebook, I'll, I'll link to that, and then we're in downtown Silverton, Oregon. You can look that up on the It's in the center. Yep. <laughs> right
2: downtown, it's uh, it's a great uh, place to come. I mean, it's, there's lots of little shops, and you yeah. can go for a walk. You can, got a lot of, uh, a lot going on downtown. Cool,
0: well, thanks. All right. Thank you. I'm, Thank you.
1: Internet. Uh, right. Hey, internet. <laughs> we want to talk to you a little bit more At the end of the episode About um, the jalapeno poppers At this place called Max What are we called? Max and Silverton Max and Silverton It's on the Oaken water It's uh, the oldest building in town Right? Like it's the only building that didn't get burned down twice During two fires Anyhow said yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can hear Nate, but he's uh, he's saying yes. He's without a doubt here in person. So, in Max, they have jalapeno poppers, and they are delicious, so we would encourage you to, uh, when you're in Silverton, stop by Max. Well, they're, they're jalapeno
0: sour cream stuffed jalapeno poppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the jalapenos are red. Yeah. And they're very spicy. And they have some additional peppers on the outside, also. Delicious. Alright thanks thanks for tuning in have a
1: have a great evening